It's so exciting because this is our fifth episode. Yes. Right? Yes. Which means that after this episode, we'll, we'll have enough material for a full EP. For a whole dang EP. Oh, shit. That's not... We do an intro. I forgot. No, no, no. no. Let's oh, do that's, it. Let's... That's a good... I feel, I feel fine oh, about six. Yeah, oh, we'll include this. It'll be oh, a little yeah. bonus episode. It'll be a little, be, bonus be a little Jonas. Sinus. A little bonus Jonas coming in here. I'm <laughs> yeah. excited about that. All right. Um. Okay. Is Jonah recording or do we get Jonah? No, Jonah doesn't hear us in this part. So basically it's just going <laughs> to... Jonah can't hear us? <laughs> no, no, no. Jonah, Jonah, Jonah hears us, but the but what we're, we're recording currently, Jonah not is not Jonah's heard voice. in our recording. So we're just responding to a phantom voice. <laughs> yeah, which is good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's do it. Let's start from uh, the beginning from Lara. Okay. There's nothing wrong with a cold open. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with a cold open. We just haven't tried. This is our this is our trial run of a cold open. Uh, a cold open with a phantom voice that no one can hear yeah. from one part of it. <laughs> Alita said, "Laura." All right. Let's make a music. Let's get free of the funk that we're in. Make some noise out of tweet suggestions. Assembling songs and crafting music that's divine. Welcome to Let's Make a Music, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on the songwriting process. I'm Laura Catherine Gilbert. I'm Brian David Gilbert. I'm Karen Hahn. Y'all, it's time for Thanksgiving. Mm. In some sort of way, it is time for Thanksgiving. Although the current mayor of New York says, don't you go anywhere. Don't he's go right, anywhere. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. And it is the truth. <laughs> um, yeah. He's wrong about so many things. But that one thing he was right about. Yeah. And so I I get it. Um, one of our friends, Allegra Frank, saw him in line to vote earlier this week. Well, good good for him oh. doing his civic duty. She thought I he was going to cut the line and then he didn't. Wow. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a pleasant sort of thing to I be like surprised about from a politician. Ab- abiding by the rules. I love when people abide by the rules, especially when you don't expect them to. It's like a, yeah, yeah it's nice. I will say I've seen a lot of people cut the line as uh, someone who attends movie screenings that occasionally demand that you stand in line. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of line cutters. Oh. I'm not going to say that uh, a certain someone whose name sounds a lot like Cat Piernan skips the line, but he does. This is good because now anyone who's in movie Twitter, in film Twitter, is going to know exactly knows. who this person Everybody is. Everybody already knows because we all see him skip all of us. What's great, though, is that both Laura and I do not know. So yeah. <laughs> we are, you're just, uh, we are going to just hope, we're going to oh. have this ire for a person that we don't know. I'll tell you who skipped the line a lot in second grade, and, and <laughs> it was Alex Pagnata, and he skipped the line Alex. all the time. Alex Pagnata, mm. and he was not very nice. But I do you he, think he listens to this podcast now? I, if he does, <laughs> I want him to know that I do remember this thing about him skipping the line and him not being very nice. But I, but mm. I don't hold it against him because, wow, I well, I would be afraid to because I don't know he might still not be very nice. But but maybe <laughs> that's maybe the, wow. that's 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 <laughs> well, the more. this is your like this is your letter where it's like if I die, I'm pretty sure my husband did it. Like this is the equivalent where it's like it's it's this guy now. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the. Oh, I'll recap really quickly. 
Well, I mean, okay. Sure. So, 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 sorry. Uh, Jonah just has mentioned that in in the in the archived episodes of Let's Make a Music, we have the mentioned episodes are Alex. not on, so you don't have to go. You back. don't have to go listen to them. Those archived episodes right have a mention of Alex Pagnata, but it's important because now in this new modern take of uh, Let's Make a Music. We are also once again referencing Alex Pagnata, oh so that way the new listeners can also have a, a deep hatred for this person. No, I don't that- want a new one to. I want. I want to make it very clear that I had no memory of mentioning this person before. I I think I just really was bullied by this person, and I guess it's We're just. Bullied. I guess I just. Isn't that just the coming way? up? But anyway. I'm glad that you have chosen to turn the other cheek, even though it was done out of fear. Here's the thing. Line cutters are going to hell. Oh, the, Karen. Uh, it that's warms number me, one. Because <laughs> you got it. You the got 11th to... commandment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 11th commandment. Well, the, the suggestion for this week was Hardy. Uh, yes. Uh, Which, yeah, we need to make a, a sharp pivot there. And it was about a lot of, a lot of soup-based suggestions. Yeah, a lot of soup-based suggestions. I feel like Campbell's Hardy, right? They they have like, don't they have a trademark of Hardy or is that chunky? Do they have they trademarked the the term Hardy or chunky? Is my question. Campbell's they seem to have a trademarked chunky soup. Okay, so they have okay, chunky. But I would say that they've also tried to put a footprint in Hardy because they have several soups that have the word Hardy in the wow. name. That's okay. Hardy cheeseburger soup. Hardy lentil with vegetable soup. Hardy bean and ham with natural smoke flavor soup. There's a bunch of them. Wow. Okay. How do we as a podcast feel about hearty cheeseburger soup? (laughs) I don't hate it. You don't hate it? No, if you think about all the different elements, it's bit well, I guess the I guess the bottom line is that I would think of it, I imagine it as a chili. Okay. That's okay. So that's good. Um, in my head, though, when I think of soup, I think of something more, more liquidy. Liquid. Yeah, liquid, exactly. Yeah. So and it sounds like somebody question, blended up a cheeseburger. Is the bun in it? Because that would be the deal breaker for me. Is the, the bun, bun is the bun well, in the soup? No, I would be worried me, about it. What if it's like an additive where it's like in like oyster cracker form or something? Okay, like that? Karen, mm. you figured it out. In. Yes, that would be acceptable <laughs> and delicious. Okay. I was worried that it was more like. Just the bun was in the can. Soggy bread in there. Yeah. yeah. If, if if Campbell's is listening to this alongside Alex Pagnata, they now have a new way to make their hearty, <laughs> chunky cheeseburger soup yeah. even you have better. have a, a way to make it worse. It's <laughs> good. Well, uh, this is all to say that the soup you were waiting to have us make a song about for this specific song, we are probably not going to make a song about soups. But wait, You wait, could wait. break that down into that, like, all, all I'm trying to say, what yeah, was it? Like, Williams, 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 Williams in the icebox? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, good old WCW. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I, soup's gonna be in there, though, right? Soup, it I would, guess soup has to be It would feel irresponsible element. on our part to not put soup in the, lots, in the song. Lots of soups and stews. Although I will say there's like two overall vibes that I'm getting that I'll put out to the group right now. Okay. Number one, based on a tweet from Emily at Threep Willow, is gathered round in the Dwarves Great Hall. I got a really big beginning of the Hobbit slash end of the mm-hmm. Hobbit vibe mm. when they're either all hanging out in Bilbo's house or when they're all in the mountain together. Yeah. That's the big, a big dwarf vibe, especially because they, they already have that really like slap and song. Um, about the mountains far over the misty mountains cold exactly it's so good it's very good good. karen and i were talking about this and talking about how that is the only cultural impact Mm -hmm. of the hobbit films yeah Mm. okay wait like we don't talk about about anything else 
Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where it's like the Lord of the Rings. There's so many things that people like pulled out of that movie oh, out of all three movies. But for The Hobbit, it's like it could, because they recycled so much of the Lord of the Rings music, you don't remember a lot of the music except for the the dwarf song because yes. it rules so freaking hard. It's good. I totally agree with that, which is I, I downloaded that song and I remember listening to it. And as I was driving and I remember I, it's good to, it's good to turn it up loud in your car, mm-hmm. but I was going through a toll. It's like and Dwarf I, John Denver. It is. It's like Dwarf John Denver. Uh, I was going through a toll and I don't have an, it didn't have an easy pass. Um, and so I had to, you know, roll down my window and interact with the person. And I, I got all the way up to give them my coins and, but the song was loud and on and the man, <laughs> we looked at each other and held Hell, the, the the gaze was suspended between us for a moment where I I I came away from it thinking I think he liked how loud that song was, <laughs> but I was I very embarrassed. Would. And then now, ever since then, I think what is what's on in in the car when I go near a toll, mm. and is it pleasing to them? Because I hope it is. It I need it. Need I yeah. So anyway, yeah. that's just something I'm thinking about these days. <laughs> a, a small social anxiety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good. The, the beauty of the dwarf song is that uh-huh. um, it's just, well, what, 12 basses singing I in I mean, unison. that's the appeal, mm-hmm. isn't it? Where it's like, if you have a bunch of deep voices, if this is the same thing as like why brass ensembles are so nice, because it's the same kind of a bunch of golden noises yeah. all yeah. together. And you're like, I love these flavors together. Yes, yes, It yes. is nice. It's just like... Listening to just the lower vo- half mm-hmm. of the gay men's choir, and it's beautiful <laughs> for that. Yeah, I. It's a good ass song. The problem is okay. So now, now we've spoken so much sonically about. Yeah. Um, Wait, I did have a second. Oh, I had continues, a second yes. vibe. The first yes, vibe was the dwarves, vibe. correct? And the second one um, is not really based on any one tweet in particular, but just the overall vibe of tweets. Which is, have I don't know, I feel like I've asked you, Brian, about this and you said no if you'd read the Redwall books. No, I haven't. Oh. Um, which is just about a bunch of anthropomorphic creatures, predominantly mice, mm-hmm. who hang out mostly in their abbey mm-hmm. and just make d- beautiful foods all the time and just have a nice time in their little abbey. A bunch of small woodland creatures making beautiful food for each other. In their little, in their woodland abbey. I didn't read all any of those books, but our my our older brother oh, read them yeah, all, Patrick and so I, they were in the them. in the house. So <gasps> I I have to text him right yeah. now. <laughs> so yeah, they were in our house for sure. It was the big. art is very evocative. Now my thought here is that so mice in life they're very small, so they'd have sweet high pitched voices. Mm-hmm. But if we were to now Redwall has been attempted to be adapted multiple times, right? Like they've been, like- they've. They've made an animation of it, and yes. it was scary. And no, then, it was pretty good. Was it? It was, like, pretty average. Was, was that just, the, like, on PBS? Oh, the, the PBS series. one. I was going to say, wasn't there an older one? Or am I mixing that up with... Watership Down. Watership Down, which was the very frightening <laughs> That's one. That's the scary one, okay. yeah. Well, regardless, uh, they haven't they haven't nailed it, mm, right? I they see, haven't, yeah. like... It hasn't become as big as the books. Yeah. Oh, are you saying that we should pitch a new theme song for a yeah. new HBO Redwall series, I'm, but on this podcast? Exactly. That is exactly <laughs> oh what I'm saying. I'm saying in a roundabout way, we start with the main cultural impact Ooh, of The Hobbit, shit. which was the dwarf song, uh-huh. yes. and we build that song for the mice, and then we pitch it to HBO, and we say, here's the thing that's going to get people to tune in. Put it in your trailer. Everyone's going to watch after they listen to this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what is so good about mice cooking? And I'm just, I just, because I can't, I (laughs) just got, picture picture this, picture how big one single corn kernel looks in their little hands. Mm. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's actually something I never considered because I feel like whenever I was reading those books, I just assumed that the ratio of mouse to food was the same as human to oh, food. Oh, like they had small they're... corns and small. Yeah. 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 But maybe there's baby corn. There there's is baby, baby corn. corn. That's, you're right. They, it would be ridiculous for them to use a full cob. Lest we forget baby corn. <laughs> Before we get any deeper into this, I, I do want to um, bring up the discussion of a, a slightly larger animal. Um, this comes from at skull021, Sam Skull. My sister's cat is a 20-pound, fully rectangular chunk of pure muscle who regularly beats up her 70-pound dog to steal his food. That's such a different definition of hearty. It I is. love that though, right? Is that it's it is a little bit more assertive in its hardiness, but this cat is living large, and I do love that for that cat. Repeat the part of the tweet where it talks. The cat is rectangular. Is that correct? The, the yeah, shape? fully rectangular okay. trunk. I will say there are cats in Redwall. Okay, oh, are so they good, good or bad? Mostly bad. Okay. That makes sense. Well, so here's the thing about cats that are rectangular prisms. They're shaped mm -hmm. like bricks, which make that best house for pigs. And that's the hardiest house. And that's the connection I'll draw. <laughs> like, they're they're strong true. seeming. I don't know. Is that? It's the chunky soup of houses. Ex yeah. Yes, Karen. A red wall <laughs> to build a house. <laughs> yes. Of tomato base. That's that's beautiful. Uh, let me let me hit you with a different f f definition of hardy as well. While I'm here, while I'm in the tweet zone. This comes from at Stoneman. 6666, Jonathan Stone, letting out a jovial cry with my jovial guys. Mm -hmm. I will say I have a near identical tweet from at Cloud Strife, which is in the tavern having a laugh with my rowdy boys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, this is what it's all about. <laughs> this is really what it's all about. The, you know, everyone talking about soup is hearty. That's that's just one element of the heartiness. A Let's soup is only as hearty boys. as the folks you are sharing mm -hmm. it with, right? Yeah. Having the jovial cry, yeah. right? It's you are you are heartened by your pals, and you are heartened by the the space you are in. Yes, Laura, do you have any yeah, hearty tweets to, to add to this? Yeah, and it's from Bag of Bones at Behind Gold, the butter yearner, and it's mm. it's just people. Well, it's it's it seems to me it's about someone or something who's who's yearning for butter, which is a. A key part of cooking. Yeah. And a very relatable feeling, I would say. Yes. There have been times that I've had margarine and been mm. like, mm. I just do wish I had the butter here. Mm. Uh, or I, you know, I threw in some canola oil mm. when I was frying a thing. But no, I do <laughs> wish I had the, the butter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so something Karen and I have been watching a lot of is June's Kitchen recently. Oh, yeah. I, I love, Laura, you are, yes, you know. Yes. I love, love this um, channel. Yeah, June's Kitchen's great. If you're not watching, it's just a, a man and his cats, and he cooks the foods. Uh, and recently, we, he, we watched a video of him uh, where he's like, you can just make butter if you put heavy cream into a shaker and you shake it around for, like, five minutes. And I was mm -hmm. like, N -n -n you can't tell me this. <laughs> this is too much knowledge, and it feels forbidden to me. Because if, you, if I could just make butter out of heavy cream all the time... Yeah. I, well, mm -hmm. I could also just buy butter. Either way, buying heavy cream and buying butter is about the same level of difficulty for me. But I was just like, what is, you can do this from home? I thought you needed the big thing with the broomstick the yeah, inside the, of the, the, the plunger in the barrel. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just unsettling to see him pour out the milk and then see like a perfect ice cream scoop of butter at the bottom of the bottle. Yeah, wow. right? And he's using like a, essentially what's a cocktail shaker. And one of them, he just does it in the straight up bottle of really? the milk. That's 
amazing that's to amazing. me. That's amazing. You could just do that. You can just and that's do that. And that's a thing that no one has taught me. Mom didn't tell me that. No. Cream? <laughs> Why didn't mom teach me how Why? to make butter? <laughs> uh, mom, if you're listening, you kept some dairy <laughs> secrets from us? Although it, it does make me wonder if it's something to do with, I don't know, like what Japanese groceries are like. Because I assume Maybe. that if you could just buy butter, you would just do that. Mm. Right? Like, well, I no, don't see I like any he, like Western videos saying like, yeah. shake up your heavy cream. It's just like, here's some butter. I feel like it's just like a, a fancy thing to do for a cooking channel, right? Mm. Like, it's just a little extra level of like, look how cool I am at being able to do this. And here's yeah. the thing. It is very cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I do love it. I, I did want to bring in a tweet that was the furthest I could find from the rest of like the really friendly, joyful sort of uh, discussions mm. of hardiness. Okay. This one was from mm. uh, Owen from at Web Gulag. I leave the phlebotomist scratching her head as her syringe fills with a thick aromatic broth. <laughs> I saw this one as well. <laughs> I saw this and I did not tab it. <laughs> so why didn't you tab it, Karen? <laughs> I would love to know why you decided why you passed by. I saw this and I thought, no. I, another one that I brought up that goes with this one is from the same user who um, su- suggested the butter urinal and it's broth is thicker than water. And that is a concise way of describing the f- phlebotomist experience of, uh, yeah. of syringe of broth. Because um, yeah. we're making parallels between broth and blood. Honestly, it ties in with having a jovial cry with my jovial guys having a having a yeah because thinking about it so so here's the thing blood is thicker than water we know that that's a, a shortened version of the blood of the battlefield is thicker than the water of the womb so it's basically saying that your brothers in arms are more family to you than your actual family and so in this case it's the broth of the stew you eat with your best friends is thicker than water and that i think is very cool also, wait, okay, and there were, and some tweets did this connection about like, oh, hardy being, you know, the thing that we, the adjective we associate with like, you know, you know, stews and, and starches, but also mm-hmm. hardy being like of your heart. And so here we have blood and broth there. I, yeah. And I, I, well, that's, that's something. Yeah, that's a connection. Simple as that, <laughs> you know, you, but I think that's a good thing, right? Is that it's all about having a feast with your pals, it doesn't matter if they're your family. It doesn't matter if they're your best friends. Because after you've had a big-ass feast with your with with people, you're gonna come together. You're gonna have a good time. You're gonna talk about all the gravy that you're eating. And that's, that's what Thanksgiving's all about, honestly. And that's what a hearty feast is all about. It is what a hearty feast is all about. <laughs> Karen is uh, seems seems less sure that that's what a hearty feast is all about. How many hearty feasts have you been to, Karen? Oh, a bunch. I'm Asian. <laughs> that's fair. You, you got me there, and that's that's the end of that uh, line of questioning. Karen knows more about hearty feasts than I do. So, so what what do you what what would you say about a, an Asian hearty feast? How 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 would you describe it? I mean, that's such a non sequitur. It's just, it's been three minutes of you trying to talk about how blood drawing is connected a, to this. No, I'm, I, it's it's a metaphor, Karen. The metaphor of blood and broth being the same thing, right? Is that by... Blood by, is not an inherently brothy texture, though. No, hmm. but it has... That's a good point. It's thicker than water, but that doesn't make it a broth, does it? Bone broth is pretty close to blood, right? 
because it's just water and bones. And that's me from my ninth grade biology <laughs> understanding that water bones is blood, right? Correct. Wait, what? What? That's basically what blood is. Is just it's water from your bones. I'm fairly certain, y'all. Wait a second. Uh, you can look in a textbook if you want to double check me, but uh, you don't have to because I know that that's just water bones is blood. Okay. Now, wait a second. Now I'm trying to actually really remember what makes up blood. Lots of cells. Yes. Iron. 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 And, and those cells are made from your bones. From your bones. Marrow. Well, not the marrow. Not, hmm. I'm telling you, you guys are digging yourself into the hole of proving that Brian is right, that bone water is blood. You're just going five steps beyond the original thing that we'd ask you to explain so that you can find something else that we can't argue with you about. You're right. And I found it. So I'm going to stick with it at this point. Uh, one of the other tweets that I pulled up from uh, Katie at Test Subject Nerd was a big bear of a man whose laugh makes you feel safe in your bones. Mm. Yeah. Um, Although I, I wonder how many of those hearty suggestions that are more um, towards like big man type answers are were influenced by the picture of the hunk in the prompting tweet. Oh, yeah, we did. We did put a oh. picture of the hunk in the prompting tweet. Yeah. But I, I mean, I still I also had, uh, you know, the ballad of strong lady and her winter stew from mm -hmm. at Alexi was here. It feels like it's just it's about strength. And that's not just strength of muscle. It's strength of heart and will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? that's why we like the, the hunk in the picture. And also hunks like Armstrong and Full Metal Alchemist. Exactly. They have big hearts, the big, big yes. hearts, big arms, okay. big hearts, big muscles yeah i think maybe your true strength is obviously it's difficult to look at somebody and know how big their heart is and also medically having a large heart actually can be sometimes a bad thing that doesn't make you live yes. long but in the metaphorical sense uh i give me a big heart any day they are the they're the true heroes and yeah what you're saying big heart being the true definition of strength and there's something there, I think. It is. It is good. So I think let's wrap back around to talking about Redwall, which only Karen has read. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, it seems we, like I it. Okay, that's it. fine. I have have culturally miasmified it into my brain, which is that I know that it's about rodents who fight each other while also making food in an abbey, mm -hmm. right? Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. So that's all I really need to understand, yeah. right? Because we don't, this song is not going to be the whole dang story of Redwall. And also we don't want it to be because just in case, just in case HBO doesn't, isn't able to get the license, HBO, we are willing to sell this to you as a new, just completely original concept. And yes, so we can change it. It won't be rodents it'll just be possums in fact let's go ahead and start it with from possums right now let's just assume that everyone who's singing this is a possum um so we've got all these nice wonderful possums in the abbey and i'm actually gonna google if possums have been in redwall because a lot of small animals a lot of small animals series. have but this one is the the difference is that this redwall is that we're creating focused. is only possums yeah. right. <laughs> there great. are no other they have animals the face of rats and the bodies of bigger than rats rats yeah <laughs> face of very startled rats yes and it's they good. still have little okay, tiny looks raccoon like hands no possums in Redwall. fucking nailed it wait oh, i can't there's believe a very it good picture of a possum holding a sword okay no that's not an official that's not an official illustration but it will be put into my pinterest board for when i send it to hbo as our pitch doc so we've got possum based uh green wall as we call it <laughs> for this one okay green green bastion a Green Bastion with of... possums. With possums? With possums. <laughs> um, 
what I'm saying is that the issue that I was running into with uh, the dwarfs is that they all have a voice that is an octave lower than anyone who right. speaks in this podcast we except can, for can, Jonah. Jonah oh, can true. Jonah can Jonah hit some is low the, notes. He can he can he he can resonate down there. He's got a hearty voice. Yes. A very hearty voice. So I think we might have to ask producer Jonah to do a little bit of the vocalizations on this one. We can throw in harmonies. I think that's important. Obviously, there are going to be other types of possums that aren't just basses, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are going to be basses. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. just a, a requirement. Um, What's it, which is interesting because when I do look at a possum, in my head, I hear very clearly a voice like an oboe. And that's just what I see when I, yeah, when I like, look at it. Ah! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I will tell you that I have, and I will not waste too much of our time explaining this, but I want I want you guys to know that I have been to school concerts for the children that I nannied and their instrument concerts. And the way that school worked is they didn't put all the instruments together in a band. Each group of instruments played solo songs together. Oh. So I did hear a version of Yankee Doodle that was performed by 11 fourth grade oboists. Oh, no. And I want to oh, tell no. you guys that it was, it was transcendental the experience <laughs> wow you never felt more patriotic the, than in that my moment. hair felt like it was on fire to hear it all over yeah. it was wild and they were all standing Here, yeah. and the music stands were covering their faces and the blessed band director oh was conducting with every molecule in his body getting them through yankee doodle and anyway i think we should go for the opposite of that feel because oboes are not a thing <laughs> that should be playing all together in the cafeteria they're wonderful yeah. in 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 mixed in with Here's everything the thing. else. You have to be good at playing the oboe for the oboe to sound good. That's exactly That's right. There's no way for a beginner oboist to sound good. Yeah. There's okay. like just no way. Because the beginner reeds that you buy are bad. Like they're not shaped well. They're shaped cheaply. They're not going to sound good no matter what you do with them. You have to buy good reeds. And you're only going to do that once you're really good at the oboe because you, then you actually know what you're doing. Yeah. Karen would know because she she has played the, That's correct. the oboe. I will say when I started, when I switched from clarinet to oboe, my clarinet friend uh, texted me and said, I bet your teacher, your music teacher has never told you that you sound good because you play oboe. And I was like, I mean. <laughs> it's bold. <laughs> I mean. And it is, a, it is yeah. an instrument that when you are mediocre at it, adding other instruments of the same time, of the same, same type and Mm-mm. ilk, it makes it so much worse. Like if you're one bad violinist and you add well violin might follow the same mathematical rule yeah, of like I think violins bad, fo- vi- cellos i think get better the more you put them put in there together i just like cellos even if you're bad at cello i'll, I'll <laughs> love like, to hear you play like ch- anyway i'm sorry what what i meant by bringing that up was to say that whatever the opposite um sonically of 11 fourth grade <laughs> oboists in a cafeteria playing yankee doodle is i think that's what we should sort of try to dial in yeah to. i absolutely agree agreed Let's let's hop right into the studio. In this harvest's bounty we partake. Grateful for what the fields have grown As possums we now cook and bake In green bastion which we call our home These walls of verdant stone 
The joyful times I've known have come and gone In these ancestral halls We'll feast until the calling of the dawn A raspberry cordial from the cask Mushroom flan and wheels of cheddar cheese To make this feast each possum has its task Now that it's done sit back and feel at ease The butter that we churn Will sate the yearning possums of the cloth The flame devours the wick The blood of battle's thicker than the broth Great hall is filled with jovial cries. Ha! The dish is huge when with our hands compared. The value of a dinner solely lies in the hearty folks with whom it's shared. The torch begins to dim. The dandelion ale is brimming still. Our spirits blowing strong. We possums sing a song of our good Times I've known have come and gone In these ancestral halls We'll feast until the calling of the dawn I mean, if we don't get a series after this, I don't know. It would be painful to me because I already have all of the main characters in my brain. Can you introduce us to the core three? Um, well, there's Jangles. Uh-huh. He's the main character, but, you know, he, he as try, you know, he's like coming up and he hasn't like fully learned everything yet. He has his so he's apprentice like, robes. Yeah. And <laughs> there's obviously the, the old teacher that uh, mm-hmm. is the abbot, the abbot. And um, that's his name's Fred. Right, okay. F- F- Abbot Fred, and he's great, but he is—he's probably gonna die in episode three because we need yeah. to have like a, a main like push for Jangles, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you got uh, Swingless, and Swingless <laughs> she loves to dance, and yeah. okay. Swingless and good with spices. Good she's with- great with the spices. Mm-hmm. spices. Ah, wow. She's a pro cook. Yeah, man. I she's mean, a real ratatouille. And she's a real ratatouille. And then, <laughs> and what's great is that she does have a spinoff cooking series online. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, the webisodes. Webisodes <laughs> yeah. for this. And uh, and thank you, executives at HBO, for listening to our pitch document yeah. uh, in the form of this podcast. And we'll be looking forward to hearing back from you at yeah. any time. Any time. Sooner any rather time. than later would be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't pick it up, Showtime's going to. Heaven knows Showtime needs the programming. Uh, <laughs> if you're interested in helping our show as it currently is, though, <laughs> before we go to HBO, uh, what you should know is that this is our fifth episode, and that means 
we should have already released the EP on our Bandcamp, which is letsmakeamusic.bandcamp.com. That's going to be the five songs from these episodes, plus a little bonus song of the theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be out there. And the best way to support us is by purchasing our songs on Bandcamp. Uh, and then you can listen to them at all times. Yeah, this really solves the problem of having to scrub through 28 minutes to listen to one song. Yeah, it, it does, which is what I have been doing currently. Even though I have access to the, the wave files, I should just be listening to the songs on their own. But I still do it just to support our own <laughs> podcast. And if you'd like to participate in this podcast, you can uh, interact with us by tweeting at us at Let's Make a Music. We put out a suggestion, uh, like a thematic suggestion every two weeks for uh, song titles. And so tweet us with your proposed titles of songs that don't already exist and maybe they'll come up in our chat on the podcast and another good way to support us is if you enjoy listening to the show please do rate and review us well on the podcast app of your choice and you can find us all on different social media platforms you can find me on twitter at karen y han uh you can find brian at brian gilbert on twitter and instagram (laughs) uh, and you can find laura at LK Gilbert on Instagram. This no, sorry, I forgot to ask you this, uh, Karen, specifically <laughs> before when I when I mentioned possums, I realized I should have uh, asked the whole group whether or not we were, were locked into possums. Um, but <laughs> well, I we got Jangles, Fred, and Swingles now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so we're we we've got beautiful possums. Mm-hmm. But I um I do know that Karen, you have a, a history with possums specifically. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, when I, where the place where I grew up, there were, we would occasionally see, uh, like, small rodents, we would see raccoons, and we would see opossums, and at one point we saw a possum, um, walking on, along, just at the bottom of the back of our fence, just kind of really, you're, I'm doing a walk on camera, but you can't <laughs> see it, um. <laughs> do, do an onomatopoeia of the walk. And this, uh, 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 yeah, that's good. That was, that's the walk sound. <laughs> And my mom saw it and she was like, man, possums didn't ask to look that way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, good. Uh, HBO execs don't listen to that part. Uh, But the (laughs) rest of it. That could be a major part of Jengles' self acceptance Mm -hmm. journey. Oh, he didn't ask to look like that, but Mm -hmm. he does. He is proud of it regardless. (laughs) God, I just want to see Jengles now. Um, (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye.